Get Into Gate, a special podcast for you today. My name is Brendan Gibson, running solo yet again. Another week on hold for regular Get Into Gate, but for a special reason, and it's not because we don't want to review Grace, this episode is titled Stargate A New Hope, named after the Joseph Malozzi blog of the same title. Okay, some of you may be thinking, Bitch what? Bitch what? Bitch what? Now, you all probably know Joseph Malozzi from his contributions to the entire Stargate franchise. He was a writer and executive producer for all of the three series. He debuted in Stargate SG-1 in Season 4 along with his writing partner, Paul Mully. And together, they wrote some of the best Stargate episodes known to the fandom such as the old 9.5 star rating on old IMDb, Window of Opportunity, you know which one I'm talking about, the Time Loop episode. Also, they wrote Scorched Earth, The Fifth Man, Wormhole Extreme, Summit and The Last Stand, actually not The Last Stand, just Summit, Prometheus, It's Good to Be King, Mobius, Part 1 and 2. They were also responsible for the comic and TV series Dark Matter. Both prolific writers, and Joe also has a blog where he speaks about all things, and sometimes the thing is Stargate. Joe thinks Stargate, as a television series, still has hope of returning, which is very exciting stuff. Now, I just want to put Joe on the back burner for one second and give you all the lowdown on uh, MGM and their intent to bring back Stargate as a as a series, as a franchise. Now, if we go back, go back, take yourself back to... It's 2017, I'm at San Diego Comic-Con. At uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, MGM announced the website Stargate Command and a new web series called Stargate Origins. Released in February 2018, SGO, as it's... I guess it's now called by some, probably not the fans, but the people who created it. SGO was a 10-minute, 10 10-episode 10 series, a prequel to the original Roland Emmerich movie, Stargate. Following a young Catherine Langford going through the Stargate. And when we found this out as a, as a podcast at Get Into Gate, we were so excited and we were kind of run, run, running through every sort of permutation which may result in what this series may look like. Now, I was listening to this today and I was super excited to find out what Mitch's thoughts were and they were very, very apt. Give this a listen. Yeah, I just don't want it to get to a, a point where, you know, we, we have these 10 episodes in the first one, you know, she's a young woman. They open it up. They're exploring. They 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 piss off some aliens. They have this battle that threatens to come to Earth. You know, come episode 9 and 10, they kill off the threat. Her entire team dies and she gets her memory wiped. Yeah. And she forgets yeah. that she ever went there. Like She gets men in black. That could be very easily <laughs> in canon. It sure works because all that happened, yeah. but now she doesn't remember that it happened and she goes back to her life mm. of trying to turn it on. But that's such a cop-out. Now, like I said... How good's that? Now, like I said, following... This series, SGO, was following a young Catherine Langford 
through the Stargate. And I don't know what you're thinking, but don't worry, it's still in canon. Like Mitch said, she got a she got a nasty bump to the head. She can't remember good. That's super handy. Now, fans were divided by this web series behind a paywall. And the show didn't hit home with some of the fandom receiving a low 3.9 out of 10 star rating on IMDb. A real kick to the shorts, as it may be. The website, stargatecommand.co? Yes, the website. The website had quizzes, new behind-the-scenes content, and all of the Stargate series which you were able to stream on some devices, but not in all countries. Which was a which was a little bit of an issue, gotta be honest. However, after two years, MGM pulled the plug on the Stargate Command website and transitioned all of its original content to YouTube. And here I read from the release that MGM sent out to all subscribers to the website on the 1st of November, 2019. Dear Stargate Command member, these past two years have been a joy for us to interact with you on Stargate Command. We have enjoyed our chats with you in our forums, reading your feedback, and most of all, spending time with you at cons around the world. We've learned that while you've supported our platform and mission, you prefer to engage with the franchise and fellow fans on communities where you already are, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Therefore, we're excited to announce that we'll be transitioning much of our Stargate Command content to YouTube. Shows like Dialing Home and Recon, which were previously only available to all Access Pass holders, will be made available on YouTube without charge beginning 2020. It's important to us that the Stargate content reaches fans everywhere, and we believe YouTube is the right place to help us achieve that goal. As of 12pm US Pacific Time, the 31st of December 2019, the Stargate Command service, both at stargatecommand.co and the Stargate Command apps, will be discontinued and all accounts closed. Stargate fans truly are the best fans, and we're excited to continue connecting with you on the channels and via the communities you love. With your continued support, we plan to grow this timeless franchise in the years ahead. Sincerely, Stargate Command. Look, the, th- the funny thing is that some fans out there are still unaware that there is such a website as stargatecommand.co and that they actually made a prequel mini-series-slash-movie-slash-web-webinar-something-something. MGM have never been good at the PR side of things. They've relied heavily on fan-based websites and media to quench the thirst of Stargate news, such as the great people at at, uh, Gateworld, such as David and now Adam and the entire crew over there. In February 2019, there were rumours that Brad Wright, the creator of Stargate SG-1, was in talks with MGM to create more Stargate content. And this was after his series Travellers. Great show, by the way. Didn't get picked up for a fourth season. 
So now that Stugger Command has packed up shop and kicked its baggage over to YouTube, is that the end of Stargate? Well, according to Joseph Malozzi, maybe not. Joe is hopeful, ladies and gentlemen. In a recent blog entry on josephmalozzi.com titled Stargate, A New Hope. I see what, he, I see what you've done there, Joe, and I like it a lot. Joe talks about a tweet storm or a Twitter storm. A Twitter storm, for those who don't know, is a sudden spike in activity surrounding a certain topic on Twitter. Using a certain and ideally an original hashtag, the tweet quickly spreads as people are notified of the message and then reuse the hashtag with subsequent retweets and tweets. So basically, the the secret hashtag will trend on Twitter because so many people are using it and sharing it, and perhaps that will make MGM and the rest of the world take note and click to spread the word of the need for Stargate. So that's what a Twitter storm is, apparently. Here in Joe's own words, as of the 23rd of November 2019, his blog, Stargate A New Hope. So, why am I so positive about the, uh, this upcoming tweet storm? Do I actually think it will change things? Influence the decision makers? Ultimately result in a new, in-canon Stargate series? In a word, yes. For several reasons, most of which I've already outlined. But for one reason, almost no one has noted, the last tweet storm worked. No, it didn't immediately result in a new series, but I believe it did get the ball rolling in that direction, and I'll explain how shortly. First, let me lay out my overall reasoning to this. Since shortly after Stargate Universe aired its final episodes, I've been vocal and adamant in my belief that we would be getting a new series eventually. At the time, I had no idea what form it would take or specifically when it would land. Common sense dictated it would happen eventually. Now, I know it's downright crazy to apply logic to the entertainment industry, and that's true. With one exception, when it comes to the bottom line, studios are in the business of making money, and the Stargate franchise was one of MGM's biggest money makers. There is no way they're just going to allow it lie fallow indefinitely. There have been changes at the company, both in terms of its leadership and, by extension, production strategy. That has no doubt delayed things, as has, I suspect, a cautious approach to a relaunch. As I said, the Stargate franchise is one of MGM's most lucrative properties, and they want to be absolutely sure that the series they are going to greenlight has as much opportunity to succeed as possible. They need to be sure, and that takes time. I mentioned in yesterday's blog entry that the rise to the streamers will also exert an influence as these elite players seek to build a subscriber base by offering exclusive marquee content. One way to do this is by spending on huge productions. Another way is to acquire established properties. 
ones with built-in franchises that will drive subscriptions. I'm talking about Amazon's forthcoming Lord of the Rings and Wheel of Time adaptations, CBS All Access Star Trek revival, Disney Plus The Mandalorian, Netflix's Lost in Space, and I'm also talking about Stargate. It's an as-of-yet untapped goldmine, one with a solid fan base clamouring for more. Now, I'm not saying a new Stargate series could land on one of the big networks or cable entities because they're just as hungry for product, especially a proven property like Stargate. But the fact is that these new streaming services are driving a lot of these new IP-based content, and a number of them are just getting started. There's Netflix and Amazon and Hulu, more recently CBS All Access and Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus and upcoming Warner Media, HBO Max, NBCU's Peacock. And I'm sure we'll see more. A growing list of potential homes, but the reality is that while the number of these potential homes may continue to grow, the number of properties with Stargate's pedigree, 17 seasons, 300 plus episodes, is severely limited. Someone is going to make a move soon. And to those that don't, well, snooze you lose. To this point, I've discussed the various market forces that are dovetailing to make the production of a new Stargate series inevitable. But there is one more piece of the puzzle, the final element that will ensure we get a new Stargate. And not just any old Stargate series, but the one that's in canon and that offers a perfect entry point for new viewers, while also rewarding long-time fans. And that final element is you. Now, some of you may wonder, how can fans possibly have an influence on the launch of a new Stargate series? My answer to you is, you already have. Stargate Universe was cancelled on December 16, 2010. Its final episode aired May 9, 2011. Years went by without any word regarding a new series, and then, in March 2018, Stargate fandom launched an enormous tweet storm in support of a new in-canon series. Six months later, during an appearance at GateCon, longtime Stargate executive producer and showrunner announced that he was in talks with MGM. Quote, I'm very happy to be able to announce that MGM has a nice, renewed interest in the franchise. End quote. Brad Wright said to fans. Quote, and we have started talking again. End quote. Hmm. Seven plus years of radio silence and then months after that massive tweet storm, suddenly progress. Sure, it may be a coincidence, but I'm not a big fan of coincidences. That's lazy, contrived to result writing. Yeah, classic Cooper. I added that bit. Now, I'm not saying that the massive online showing by fans was the single motivating factor, but I like to think that it was perhaps one of the factors that led to finally seeing the light and realise, hey, Brad Wright created it and oversaw 17 years of our most successful franchise next to Bond. Bond. James Bond. That's right. Stargate, then Bond. This is just me talking. Now back to Joe. We really should be talking to him about new Stargate. Brad Wright, that is. 
Between the rise of the streamers, the quest for marquee content, and Brad Wright's renewed involvement in the franchise, I think that we're nearing critical mass, and this upcoming tweet storm will help us achieve it. Looking forward to it and what the next six months will bring. Joe Malozzi, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Joe. Look, i got to say, Joe makes a lot, a lot of sense. Stargate is one of MGM's most prolific content deliverers in terms of fans, in terms of content, in terms of money, next to James Bond. James Bond, Mitch, how many bloody films has James Bond had? 30? 27, 28, 30s? In the 30s? I don't know. Spectre was 24th. Yeah, so there's been like 25 Bonds. Unbelievable. Now, get into Gate. We've talked in length about what we'd like to see in the new Stargate series, and it's very similar to what Joe has been saying. Personally, and I, I, I think the rest of the guys agree, that we'd love to see a continuation of the Stargate series the way it has post-SG-1, post Atlantis post Stargate Universe in a real-time 2019 model, the way they've always done it. And like Brad Wright has said, Stargate worked because it was in the here and now. People could relate. People could think about the Stargate happening right now in Cheyenne Mountain. That's the coolest thing. That is the coolest thing about Stargate. It's not Star Trek where it's happening in the future or any other sci-fi series where it's happening in alternate universes or alternate dimensions. It's here. It's on Earth. We are Batari. I Personally, I'd like to see a... kind. Of, it's kind of a little bit daft now that there's StargateCommand.co as a website failed. But I would love to see a, a Stargate Command style show where it is not just all right we go to atlantis or we we're part of su1 or we or we go to destiny it's a stargate command which encompasses all the other series in a way and can and continues the canon whilst also introducing new viewers to the show that's the key that's the main key you want to keep what you got and get more it makes sense um, look, Stargate Origins wasn't what anyone wanted. I don't, I'm not sure what they were thinking at MGM. It was either a knee-jerk reaction. I, I don't know if it was a kind of a dipping the toe in the water to see how it felt. But, I mean, I can guarantee you, I'd give you 50 bucks to create another Stargate series. And if it was about that, if it was about raising money, MGM just need to say it. They need to say it. And the fans will contribute. I can guarantee you they will contribute. Like I said on uh, a few episodes ago, I would love to see them pull someone awesome, someone huge in the television interest industry. And for me, the Richard Dean Anderson equivalent is Jensen Ackles. Now imagine that. you got Stargate Command, which is based in 2020. Everything keeping in canon... With Stargate, SG, Stargate the movie, SG One, Atlantis, Universe, and there's a new series. You have, you have the new Colonel, his new team. He's going out, and they, you know what? 
They go to Atlantis. They go to Pegasus. They go to Destiny. They do all the things that you want them to do. People often talk about fan servicing as if fan servicing is not a is not a thing that writers should be accommodating. But I can tell you what, it is. I mean, if, imagine if Star Wars did that. They'd make more money. The thing is, you have to service the fans. They are the people that are coming back. I would love to see Jensen Ackles or someone of his caliber as the new colonel and the, and the new Teal'c as, as an Unas style character. Your Major Carter and your Daniel Jackson the Mac- slash the McKay people coming back, creating a new series. And the best thing is that it's in canon and you you acknowledge the existence of a previous series so then you can get those characters back. You can get Michael Shanks guest appearing. You can bloody get Rainbow. Bring Rainbow back. You know what I mean? You can get anybody. It can happen. Now, Joe was talking about a Twitter storm. So if you want to get involved, if you want to jump on board and help the Twitter storm, the Stargate Twitter storm, uh, this is how you do it. If you haven't already, join Twitter. Okay, get yourself a Twitter account. Follow us at GetIntoGate. That's that's your first stop, at GetIntoGate, all right? And the, and uh, also the Gibson brothers are on there, at Gibson Bros Pod. <laughs> But also follow Joseph Malozzi at Baron Destructo. That's at symbol B-A-R-O-N, Baron Destructo, D-E-S-T-R-U-C-T-O. And also follow at Stargate Now. Uh, They helped the tweet storm happen last time a few years back. And look, it did crush. It It did trend on Twitter. We have to remember that. Now, the Stargate Superdrive campaign will be on Friday, December 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is American time, okay, people? We're talking Eastern Standard, so what's that? I I suppose it's New York time. I'm just guessing here. I'm from Australia. I don't know shit about your time zones in America. Friday, December 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. PST. PST. I don't know what the hell that means, but that's the thing. And that's in America, folks, which is about 2 or 3 a.m. for the Europeans and around lunchtime for Australia. Um, but they, but like Joe said, they because of the, um, the time zone difference, they are going to have a couple of t- storms. They are going to have a couple of storms to follow, so stay tuned. You can follow uh, Joseph Malozzi's blog at josephmalozzi.com or follow us on Twitter at GetIntoGate and we can give you the details. And at Stargate Now, like I've said, it's worth noting now, there is no hashtag to tweet. They will give you the hashtag on the day exactly 15 minutes before the tweet storm starts and on my signal, unleash hell. You can then tweet and retweet to your heart's content. Make sure you retweet with the hashtag and maybe add a picture and or a gif or GIF, whichever way you want to say it. I say GIF because that's correct. GIF 
Apparently it works better if you if you add a picture or a gif with the hashtag. Tell your friends, your family, your fellow fans, your teachers, your plumbers, policemen, even strangers on the street. Grab a homeless person by the hair and yank him and go, Oi! We want Stargate back. Uh, hire a Skyrider. One of those blokes that drive their planes in the sky and write notes. Stargate. Uh, look, whatever you want, get into it. Get into Gate. Now I'm going to leave you now with <laughs> part of our Stargate Origins review. Like I said, Stargate Origins was not a huge fan favourite. And I'm just going to end with Reese's Stargate Origins rant. Until next time, peace! Right, sadly... I guess we're all new viewers to Stargate Origins, Reese. But being the newbie of the show, as you have been since we started off the podcast, I'll throw to you, what did you think of Stargate Origins? As you sit there and like, try and, it's like you've got a headache that you're trying to relieve pressure from. What a fucking train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, man. You know, when MGM came out, the, when before anyone ever fucking heard of Origins, they said... This is a thank you to the fans. That was their premise. That was their foundation yeah. for the whole fucking Origins thing, right? And then they come out and said, oh, by the way, you've got to pay us to get a fucking thanks from us. That's like working at a job for 15 fucking years and they go, hey, thanks for your loyalty. Give us $1,000 and we'll send you for a night down the local <laughs> yeah. fucking hotel. Give us a gold watch. Yeah, like, <laughs> like fuck off. It's just fucking bullshit. So that's the premise. And then, oh yeah, here's your thank you. Pay me for it and I'll give you something that's got zero fucking budget. And then doesn't stay in canon. Oh, wait, it does because we'll take your memory and tell you what to do in the future. Like, fuck off. What's the point of the Harsesis baby as well? Also, they're calling them humans, not fucking Tari. Yeah. They're fucking um, mispronouncing Nakwada. And then at the end, when he's got the fucking Nakwada rock, and he's like, oh, this is interesting. She goes, yeah, I think that's mine. And then they do <laughs> nothing about it. Like, go fucking <laughs> test it like a geologist would. Yeah. This whole fucking thing is just pointless i'm sick of it and to be quite honest i've had enough i fucking choked my way through the 10 episodes fucking hated it didn't pay for some scripts and i've pirated the shit so <laughs> I, as, look <laughs> I, I, <laughs> all right so i'm fucking done i'm not even gonna fucking stay with you to talk about it i don't i don't want it in my life at all ever again so i don't Talk to me about it. See you guys. Oh wow! Headphones <laughs> off. Headphones are off. I'm, I'm literally out. He's I'm not, out. I can't he's talk gone. about it anymore. I'm it's fucking done. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, he's going. That's well. This isn't like when Maddie <laughs> Maddie says he's going. Maddie turns his mic off and sits a meter back. He's, he's putting his, his shoes on. on. <laughs> That's it. He's out. These boots are made for walking. All right. Cheers, dude. Have a good one. See ya. I mean, fair, fair call. And that's from a guy who's only seen three seasons of this show. This Seems is a guy who like thinks bullshit. the best episode of Stargate SG-1 so far is Tin Man. <laughs> like, and, and that's how upset he is about Origins. Like, come on.